Okay. Okay. That about sums it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Hi, Tom. Hey. We got a Tom here. I am one Tom. Tom Karosik. Karos. We have to say both of his names. <laughs> Still it's podcast weird. law. Nobody else. No for nobody else. Nope. Just no. Tom Karosik. Okay. Hey. Uh, I have a bone to pick with you. Yes. So last week when Justin and I recorded, uh-huh. we finished recording and I went to walk away. And Justin thought I had a seizure or a spasm or some sort of an attack. At some, all of a sudden, uh-huh. I guess it might be better to say, what, "What did you think was happening, Justin?" I mean, kind of exactly what did happen, but like, <laughs> you, rather than it just being a little thing, you acted like it was like that scene from Home Alone where Daniel Stern steps on the nail, <laughs> just like full on. <laughs> Hot nail on foot penetration. Okay. Uh, I stepped on a tiny piece of plexiglass from, from oh. the frame you broke <laughs> a few episodes ago. Yeah, and, sorry about and that. I thought I was gonna die. It's just been floating around the room for weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so and far away from the... just. <laughs> yeah, and just I went found right up your foot. I found it. it. It reminded me in in uh, in college. So in the dorm room, mm-hmm. one day I got up. To go, to go to class or whatever and I stepped on something and I stepped on it and it hurt really bad but then there was like this pop and I thought like maybe I had stepped on a, a light bulb or something was my Ew. first thought like a Christmas bulb did, did it feel like it was huge no it felt like <laughs> uh, it was a Christmas very bulb, bulb yeah. I, guess it's, <laughs> felt, I leaned in to say that as you were it, explaining it, why it would be uh, small it felt very sharp and pointy and hurty but there was this pop that I couldn't explain the sound. And so I sat down, I limped over, sat down, and felt the bottom of my foot. And what it was was like the drapes, the curtains, like have a very sharp pointed end, like the thickest the thickest pin that you can imagine. Uh-huh. Like super, super thick. And the pop was, was going into the heel, yeah. like which is like a thicker part of the body. Yeah. And it was just like that pop as Ugh, it went into the bottom that's gross. of the foot. And it wasn't a big deal. It was literally yeah. just like a, a, a hole, which yeah, was. Yeah, because it's, it's like all callous. Yeah, but yeah. just that sound was just horrific. Like once I realized what it was, it sounded so much worse. I remember years ago in elementary school, one day we went, I think it was for like. Justin and I went to like the smart kids class. Oh man, elementary school. We we went to the smart kids class, and for some reason we were like playing basketball, like on the playground. It's part of smart kids class. I don't remember that. Um, I wouldn't know anything about smart kids class. I remember a lot of bad riddles in Mayan culture. (laughs) So, for some reason, it was definitely this. It was definitely in that class. So, we were outside, we're playing basketball, and this might be shocking, but I'm not great at basketball. No. Much like, Me neither, man. Much I'm like tall. other sports. Uh, but at one point, I stuck, I was trying to block a shot from some kid, and I stuck my finger in his mouth, and I heard like the pop sound, like the. <laughs> and I was just so <laughs> grossed out. So I'm like, gross, my hand's all wet. And like expecting sympathy from everybody, like, oh, you got to spit on your hand. And I turned around, and the kid's <laughs> holding his eye. Oh! You poked someone's eye out and we're laughing right now. Please. I was so bad at basketball. That's the fucking moral of the story. I stabbed the kid's eye. I poked my finger so hard in his eye that it popped and my finger was all wet. And this. Is that funny? Is this a kid? Because I hope. Is this a kid that we've talked about on the podcast before? No, no, no. I really wanted it to be him. And the smart teacher was just like, told him to walk it off. <laughs> to walk it off. Oh, my God. I st- it was so gross. And then I felt worse for my, st- like, everybody's trying to console him. And I'm like, you guys don't get it. I have this eye matter on my finger. I need to- it's so much worse for me, man. I I need to go wash my hands. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> Justin's about to die. <laughs> I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna picture that kid. <laughs> I'm gonna hope it was him. It wasn't that kid. Uh, um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Everybody's crying. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Just, uh, so yeah. That. Uh, we had a a little pre recording and previewing session today uh-huh. so that was fun so i sincerely want to say thank you guys because of the stupid shit that i like prompt you guys into doing and yeah, you jump wholeheartedly bad. into yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it all just to be one big joke and be like haha i got you guys <laughs> to do ridiculous things on camera uh, <laughs> no no jokes on me because no. i actually think this stuff's yeah. fun and funny so hey i mean that's, oh, that's even better anytime <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. We, so, we watch Wishmaster. We did watch Wishmaster. Uh, start off, up, Justin. Overall thoughts on Wishmaster. Uh, the synopsis of Wishmaster <laughs> is what I meant. Was saying. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Callback jokes. Oh, uh, continuity. So, Wishmaster is about a gin. Who, um, what is a jinn? Jinn from you know Persian mythology. Oh, you know. Okay, I know. <laughs> I was asking <laughs> a, for a everyone djinn. else. A djinn. Yes, uh, is let loose on Earth, and he wants to take over the world. In order to do that, he has to grant three wishes to the person that released him, and this is the tale of his journey. It's a tough He's one too. Over the world. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Okay. Good job. So what's Thanks. your thoughts what's your thoughts on Wishmaster? Uh it was like the perfect balance of good and bad mm-hmm. that it always that it kept my attention the entire time. Uh yeah. That's a, I think that's a Tom. nice tight summary. Uh do you need the synopsis no. again? It's probably the same synopsis uh, as Justin sure? if you did it properly. No, uh, overall thoughts? What did you think overall? Uh, just overall, I thought it was pretty good. I, ca- I pretty much agree with Justin. As there was a lot of parts where I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool," but then there were a lot of parts where I was like, um, "That's not so cool." But all right, well, we'll dive you know, into those. First yeah. of all, that opening scene, suck it. That's pretty awesome, right? Except he doesn't know how to use a mortar and pestle. A what? A mortar and pestle. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what. I don't even know. What it's that a is. bowl with this crushy thing. Oh. He just like stirs the blood with it. It's like no, it's meant to crush things. You don't crush blood. No, but if he puts that blood in there oh. to wetten up what's in there, that's fine. Oh. As he crushed it, but he just stirred the blood. Stirred the blood. <laughs> stirred the blood. <laughs> you definitely said blood weird right there. That was awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I find myself there's times like when we're when we're recording and you'll say something funky, and I'll, I'll be like. I know I'll let that one pass, but I'll listen to the podcast again to make sure all the audios and everything okay, and then I'll hear it and I'll be like, "Oh, he did! Oh, I didn't say anything." (laughs) (laughs) He said, "Blood." I love love when I listen to the podcast, and uh, you say something or something happens, and then I make a joke in real life, and then I hear me make that same joke on the podcast, (laughs) and I'm like, "Oh, maybe." Maybe I should get more jokes. <laughs> the uh, I li- listened to one recently. It had been relatively recent. Let's talk about our podcast. <laughs> our podcast this is great. This is yeah. yeah. We should make a sub podcast about yeah. where we review our own podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said you had said like the the I swear even re listening to it because I listened to it again. You said eleven instead of a hundred. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. What, I remember what, that. I don't, what was that? I don't know. My brain fucked up. <laughs> it was awesome because I I felt so I validated mean, when yeah. I was re listening to it. I was like, wait, did you say eleven? No, no, didn't. I said a hundred. Like. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you did. Uh, because you know, it's like, oh yeah, I did say eleven. I totally remember saying eleven. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. I meant a hundred. The recording doesn't lie. Um, okay, so th- the opening scene. Okay, so it's Persia when things just go fucking crazy. It that summarized that that scene. Oh, I like thought you were talking when he forges the opal. No, don't care about that. That's literally the opening scene. I don't care. Boring. 
That's what we were talking about. Because you <laughs> used... Is it credits or opening scene? Before credits is pre-credits. Scene. Wouldn't you forge in the thing before... I don't it know. Was over the, the credits were over it, but that's the opening all scene. Right. All right. So this Persian Persian king is just like, yeah. show me all the wonders. Yes. And then just, it's just free reign to and do whatever Groot the hell that out, they want. And, and it's awesome. The alien from Alien. Alligator Man. Yeah, that guy yeah. starts turning into a snake. And yeah, there's a That guy's skeleton comes out of his own body and then mm-hmm. starts to kill people. So his own skeleton killed him. Yeah. That's and pretty badass. Because it crawled out of his body. That's pretty badass. And choked another dude. From the inside. Yeah, because most people's skeletons aren't on the outside of their body. <laughs> well, his skeleton could have come out of him and killed him from the outside. No. You never know. People I live think a you could make that trauma. happen. Yeah. Um, have to come out of a really tiny hole. Oh. The, uh, so you guys agree, this opening scene's fantastic, right? You have to. It was no, the opening scene sucked. The, the person <laughs> scene was cool. Shut up. <laughs> specific specifics. Uh, that that scene summarizes why I love this movie so much. Is like, this is exactly at that time where they've kind of they're still doing things practically. Yeah, yeah. well, they're, sort of. They're transitioning by far. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm saying that scene. Yeah, and it, it, ends, it ends with good CGI. Yeah, when they're, they're like the the between the two worlds bit for 1997 that was that looked good i wasn't cringing at all yeah no there's moments in this that i feel like i cringe less than things that i see now like when he puts mm. on uh andrew devoff's face and like it wraps around yeah like yeah, don't that, get me wrong it's cgi but i don't feel like it's it, it they had to be more creative with it because it wasn't as good yeah. like once it got to a certain threshold of good it was like good enough to work with it but it still looked funky I just like that they spent all their money on effects and not on actors. Yeah, that's it made it a lot better. Well, here's here's the thing. So, Robert Kurtzman uh, is a special effects guy. That's why he got this movie is because this is a special effects movie. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. So he called in all these favors from everybody that he's worked in. That's why you see all these cameos from everybody, all these horror people. It's because he's worked with them all. Um, and then he obviously has a hand in the special effects world, so he called in favors and stuff like that, and pulled out all the tricks he had and all the things that he'd wanted to do. So, yeah, and looking through the credits, Greg Nicotero was like the B, the lead of the B team. Yep. Yep. B filming. K and B, Kurtzman, Nicotero. Stuff I don't know. K and B. Mm-hmm. That's oh, Nicotero's and. There was a guy in the credits of the original wish wishmaster named Matt O. Bates. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> the the uh, credits. Uh, yeah, so all the cameos are a big deal. Um, you guys saw a lot of them, and you guys know you guys knew know who Robert England is. Mm-hmm. You guys referenced that. Yes. So this is a very probably controversial sentence that I'm gonna or statement that I'm gonna make. A lot of people I haven't heard say this, but I feel like it's because other people are in denial and they don't want to say it. Um, and this is something that's good. I'm going to have to like prove over the course of the podcast, not this one, but just the life of the podcast. Mm. First of all, I love Robert England's as Freddie. Uh-huh. Fantastic. He, but Robert England can't act. He is fantastic in that one role. Okay. And he is terrible in almost everything else I've ever seen him in. This is probably the third how, how not Freddy Krueger. Because he's uh, like yeah. a horror yeah. god. Is he? Because uh, he's icon- He's an iconic character. Yeah. And he played that character every time. Yeah. And he, and he did great. But it's because he's like an over-actor. And that is a crazy over-the-top character. See, as much as beloved as he is, like people lose their shit. And they talk about how great he is. Like they're petitioning now for him to be one of the the main peripheral characters in peripheral characters um. he's uh <laughs> the one of the 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 main supporting cast members of like the new halloween movie that's coming out and stuff like he he does not need to be on screen because he's not a good actor yeah i mean I do. I just know him as Freddy Krueger mostly, and I've seen him in other things. But 
I never really psycho or like analyzed his acting his performance. Yeah, so much other just because I didn't really think about it. I was just like, ah, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, not he looks great. Looks like a skinny version of the Doctor from Halloween. Yeah, I think that physically it it makes sense, but I just don't <laughs> think he's a good actor. Um, the there's a big issue that I have. So the the uh. They have a gem that's discovered when they fire open. When they break open mm. a statue, crushes Ted Raimi. Mm-hmm. They uh, end up with going to an auction house. Auction house girl Alex takes it to her friend, who she is officially friend zoned. Oh, so bad! Sweaty hat. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweaty hat. Word. The 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 nineties bro uniform. The, yeah. Uh, so you made me write down sweaty hat because you thought it would be such a great bit. I do think it's funny. <laughs> it did, but then it, you, it was funny three write hours that ago. Down, but, it's then funny. Just, but then you just say sweaty hat. That, that's... Oh my god! I'm um, not gonna recreate that magic. So anyway, um, there's a problem, and that is people don't. So the guy who is friend zone starts to analyze this opal, right? Yeah, and it explodes. But he gets hurt. Laser beams. But he gets hurt by the explosion. Nobody gets hurt by explosions. They always just blow away from them. Well, that's are we what talking like says. real? There, uh, was, there was shrapnel. <laughs> yeah, the shrapnel is devastating in this movie. <laughs> so, though, I did appreciate like an actual explosion actually hurt someone because that's yeah. the way explosions work. Even yeah. though this was, uh, he worked in the same place that the guy that did the original fly worked. Like oh, really? just computers all over yeah. with bright flashing lights and everything. Throwing lasers at it for thermal imaging. Yes. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. It's what they do. It does. Uh, the djinn ends up being able to regenerate himself due to this and takes his first soul with Josh. Is that his name? Yes. It was uh, a Josh. Sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure they take Josh. his his soul uh, and he almost regenerates to human form. Yeah. That's weird snaky stuff comes out of his I don't know he was like this weird half troll thing and then he turned into a guy somehow vibes stealing dude's soul and even then like yeah. the two scene, the two different versions of the djinn here look fantastic in yeah. these two scenes I think well, like you had him coming together just that like rope tentacle thing that when yeah. it turned into his spine or whatever it was definitely very for like five plugs itself in yeah for five million bucks, like yeah, it was impressive. They really for pulled off a whole lot of stuff in this movie. Yeah. Um, he meets uh, the bum from They Live. Before that, you skipped all over Andrew Dice Appraiser. That's because I'm just trying to get you to wake up. <laughs> You're just sitting late. over there asleep. It is late. <laughs> it's no later than it's ever been <laughs> any like, other time. Don't disturb the talent. <laughs> so, okay, go Andrew ahead. Andrew Dice Appraiser. Nobody's disturbing me. He's the worst in this he's movie. He's terrible. He's god awful. The moment we saw him, I was like, "Oh, he's the villain. He's the <laughs> bad guy." No, he's just a douchebag side character. But his hair, I thought, though. Yeah, he was like the epitome of like eighties businessman, but then like nineties up. Nineties so reimagined. Yeah, he had like the gold chain, and like he acted like Andrew Dice Clay. Like I expected him to go into nursery rhymes at any point. Uh, and the, and this is the most nineties movie. Yeah, like the mid-90s, wardrobe, mid nineties. The yeah. wardrobe, her apartment, the looks so nineties. The music, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of yarls. She she was definitely sporting the Rachel. Yeah, and they smoke constantly in this yeah, movie. It, yeah. I didn't even realize how much that was not a big deal even in the nineties. It was just like everybody had a cigarette. You know? So like, much yeah. I I liked. We're we're jumping ahead, but I liked like how much the gin smoked like in the sequel because that became his character a mm-hmm. character trait for him but everybody just smoked in this movie it wasn't even a character trait it was just every scene like i felt like i needed to cough like i felt like i was i oh, needed man. to go outside as much smoke as i was as an ex-smoker i was yeah. starting to like man i miss smoking cigarettes sometimes oh gross yeah. it totally made sense that our main character uh alexandra amberson that's a name that humans have. <laughs> uh, it made sense that she smoked, you know, because she was traumatized by fire, so she mm-hmm. needs to put the fire into her body. And she was very physical. She played basketball. She coached basketball, right. so her body was very important to her. Mm-hmm. 
They play tennis. <laughs> she played tennis. Stillness. With sweaty hat. <laughs> it keeps trampling on my sweaty hat joke, but won't do it. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to explain the premise of the joke. Oh, I'm just going to call him joke. sweaty hat. Oh, my God. Uh, can I move forward or are you going to cry? I'm not. What? Remember how that guy Why died from cancer? <laughs> yeah. That's another cameo. That's Reggie Bannister from the Phantasm series. Uh, yeah, he got cancer and died. In got, about 20 seconds. He got bubbly cancer. And foamed at the mouth. <laughs> bubbly foamy <laughs> cancer. He got rabies cancer. <laughs> Which, again, not necessarily a whole lot of making but, sense. Yeah, they weren't but, reading the but pretty awesome. journals. Yeah. Yeah. So then the hobo throws down a cigarette. And the, it's Wishmaster, like, I'm quitting now. Wishmaster picks it up and says, tell the world there's a new presence in the city. And he feeds on wishes and like wishes. takes a and and he, just, he just basically explains the premise of the movie I've, in like two lines. I haven't watched, but I would be willing to bet Was that's that in the trailer. Maybe a oh, synopsis? Like, like that's got to be in the trailer, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's the moment that he was hooked on nicotine. Mm-hmm. It only takes one, kids. Yeah. Only takes do one. It. It's a gateway. Uh, yeah, it is. Did you recognize that guy from They Live? No. Yeah. The homeless guy? Yeah. Yeah. You said it, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I (laughs) promised he'd be back. Yeah. He's back. He'll be back next week, too. Yay. He'll be back. I don't think I'll be here. Um, There's uh, (laughs) a... I I didn't realize how many bad jump scares there are in the movie, because there are a lot. The worst of which being is, and I'm jumping ahead... We'll backtrack if you want. But they're like in an outdoor theater setting. Yeah, that's like the next scene. There's an it's an outdoor theater setting, and I've seen that. Theater all of before. a sudden, so it's framed up. It's the they're in an open area outside, so nobody can sneak up on anybody. And we have our two characters that are talking, and they're both in frame, right? And then jumping into frame and screaming is someone. Not even wearing a mask, but holding a mask up to their face. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that part. And yells, and then scares our protagonist. Yeah, and then apologizes like within a foot from her face. Like, ah, I didn't mean oh, to I'm jump sorry, in your face even, and scare you. So did she walk from all the way across this wide the open field theater. to to her, and then do that? I, that I don't understand that at all. That was troublesome to me. Mm-hmm. It was definitely you know for the camera. Well, it's a horror movie, so they gotta scare you. You need to open that Mountain Dew. What? And get something. I feel like I'm I'm back. Oh my god, he's back! Really? Let's rewind the tape and see if you're back. What, I don't what know else what that am I gonna have means. on that? What other brilliant zingers am I gonna have? On That's not up for me. I'm laying out the groundwork. <laughs> you come in and zing. Zing. This is is this the episode Justin and I break up? I think it might be. <laughs> or at least the fights begin. This is the first time I start considering it and be like, Are you guys getting a divorce? <laughs> Why are mommy and daddy fighting? <laughs> but so she's going to see the, the folklorist at that scene. Mm-hmm. And she lays her out name? she lays out the plot. Wendy? Uh maybe. Yeah, it's probably. The m- Probably the, seems like Wendy. It's the mo- like it's Wendy. the mom from Six Feet Under. That's all I know. That's what that is. I was I know her from somewhere, but I don't know where. Do you know yeah, Six Feet Under? May, I apparently I know. Not that I know of. I mean, it's like subconscious if I do. I want to see that show. I it's so it. good, so good. It's got Dexter in it. Before uh, you can't cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a wonderful thought. <laughs> So she explains to her what gins are, and they're like, "Oh, like genies, yeah, they're happy." Uh, and she's like, "It's not Robin Williams. Stories used to be darker, which is true. Like I love Robin Williams is pretty dark these days. Well, guys. yeah. Well, now he's the Robin Williams Tunnel in San Francisco, or just outside of San Francisco. Oh well, I'm gonna go through that soon. Congratulations. You're welcome. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this is up, I probably will have gone through it. <laughs> so it's all rainbowy. I, go ahead. But so that's one of the things I love is, is learning, like old fairy tales, like the actual beginnings to them. Like 
Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It originally wasn't a little girl. It was like an old crone. And it doesn't end with like them living happily ever after. Like the, She gets impaled on a church steeple. Oh. Like Grimm's fairy tales were like Grimm? crazy. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but kind of. Well, yeah. Fairy tales, Grimm. Yeah. Cinderella. That one? Yeah. That that one, that uh, the stepsisters physically cut off toes and yeah, like yeah. broke their feet and stuff. Yes. <laughs> it's freaking me out a little. <laughs> what was it? There's a bunch of the a bunch of those are te- like just freaking terrible. Like, yeah. The Grim Tale Tales. Yes. I mean, Hansel and Gretel's pretty bad on yeah. its own, but what is it? Isn't a the Little Mermaid isn't one of those, is it? But that one yeah. was a dark one. Yeah. I don't think a it's lot a of that Grim Disney stuff, tale, but yeah. A lot of that Disney stuff is just. Is Little Mermaid kind of hot? How old was she oh, supposed yeah. to be? How old was she supposed to be, though? Like, am I weird for thinking she's hot? 16, 17. So. Speaking of hot. You were Emma Watson came hot. out in 1989. Beauty and the Beast. That was actually based on a truer story, that, from what I understand, because fr- there's some French noblemen who had this. Uh, the circuses, I guess, in the 50s would still have it or whatever, but dog face men, mm-hmm. where they have just hair growing out of everywhere in their face it's just a regular genetic disorder and there's this i don't remember what it's called but yeah but this dude literally had it and that's where it comes from is this lady was basically forced to marry this guy with dog face syndrome essentially and that's where the beauty of the beast story comes from (coughs) i mean you kind of have to right well yeah i guess but they had kids and that or he has a real good sense of humor yeah, I just saw a video that was like pretty horrifying, and it was, uh, like, uh, I'm not gonna some Middle Eastern country, and uh, like Did you watch an ISIS video. <laughs> no, no, I can't. No, 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 nothing like that. No, nothing. Pre-Islamic. Like that. Th- th- this is almost worse in a way, in that it seems like it's culturally okay. Like most people are going to condemn ISIS, right, and agree that it's a bad thing. Um, again, yeah. not Except to get confrontational. Confrontational. But this is so messed up in that it's almost like the culture has like deemed this okay. So like these women go out and it's common to just get kidnapped. So they get kidnapped and then they throw a veil over their head and it signifies marriage. And they're basically married. That. Yeah. And they're basically married. Yeah. And I, I was also like, have Facebook. And I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? It freaked me out so much. Like, yeah. yep. The world is not all puppies and rainbows or whatever. No, but it is for us white men in America. So we're good. It's not we all can white. just do a it, podcast. It's, it's not all puppies in America and stuff, but it's way better. Oh. <laughs> it's um, from all the stories. It Life isn't good for Beaumont, though. He has a big party, and it goes south again. Well, before that, before that, before that is you skipped right over my favorite scene of the whole movie. Okay, he goes and sees Andrew Dice Appraiser, (laughs) and shows off his magic trick of turning the whatever bullshit into like gold and diamonds, Mm -hmm. and then oh yes, the airport. What do you want to wish for? I don't know, a million dollars. And then the movie stops. Granted. And just just turn, cuts to an old lady filling out a form. And the sweet old just lady. Just an old lady filling out a form. Just completely, we're no longer in the movie at all. Oh, you forgot to fill out the beneficiary. Oh, well, that'll be my son. And then it says $1 million insurance policy. And she just writes his name. Fiery plane crash. Boom. Like, yeah. it, they had to cut away from the entirety of the movie <laughs> to show you how this wish backfired. Uh, I love that, too, because what was the end of that conversation? Like, did the gin sit there and wait for him to get that phone call to say that he had a million dollars? Yeah. Or did he, they had, he, like, he an awkward exchange, and he's like, uh, okay, within the next three weeks, you're going to get a million dollars. You got to wait for that to come in. Trust me, it's coming. 
right, so I get I get a million dollars. Yeah, you'll get one. So can I go ahead and get that address? It, it's coming. It's coming. I mean, I'm working my thing. There's some the paperwork. Work I mean, you, yeah. you just put those diamonds in front of me. Well, but, some like, things don't work that quick. I've got this has red tape. That's a whole lot more. I mean, why is there red tape? I mean, you just, just I saw you. If you give me the that. address, you already got the one right there. I don't know why you have to. You're you're busting my balls here. I'm I'm just saying she's a coworker and she's kind of hot. So I don't know that I want to keep that going. So. I don't know. I don't. I don't see my magic. Oh, magic! Here you go. <laughs> that fixed it. That was a truly terrible scene in the, in the second one. The, he was sitting oh. by himself, and he just said magic. <laughs> magic. <laughs> oh, Wishmaster we'll too. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, so the Beaumont scene. Yeah. Again, this is just replaying the exact scene as the opening. Which wasn't the opening, yeah. As we've established, but it was just crazy antics again, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. I loved yeah. it. Yes, and uh, the terrible actor of Freddy Krueger got mm-hmm. something came out of his face, and he puked like, like the thing. Weird... He puked up the yeah. thing or something, maybe. And even that, I argue, is not good acting when oh, he's sure. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's it okay. Great. We're gonna we're gonna hook up this prosthetic to your face, and. Uh, you just sit there. Like, he didn't really have much to do. Yeah, and that's, well, he, he that's struggled and stuff. You know? And he, like, hit his hand against the ground over dramatically. What is the proper amount of drama yeah. to hit your fist on the ground when you demon just vomited up flesh a creature is coming that tried out of your to kill face? A lady. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That seems pretty extraordinary. I don't I think, think people sub- have. I think a subdued a reaction for how to is act to such less a is more. I think a subdued reaction is what you should be like. Oh, that's smarts. Let me feel how you feel. Don't show me how you feel. It's you show don't tell. That's, that's yeah. that is film. Show don't tell. Okay. Well, I can't see because he showed me so much. Hmm. What? What blinded me? <laughs> what are you? Tim blinded by the light. <laughs> Showed me some Manfred Mann. Um, written I like by Bruce Springsteen. Reference better, but no, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I love Wishmaster, so I don't have a lot to shit on it for. So I'm welcome to let you guys go take stabs at me here. I would say that Wishmaster, uh, the original, was tolerable. Like, I mean, I, I definitely, like I said, I found a lot about it that I liked. But I mean, there's a lot of obvious stuff that you had to dis. You know, suspend disbelief for. It is about a GD. <laughs> yeah, but I mean beyond that, I mean it, some you know the horror movies that do best are, can convince you of something, and I mean they did a good job of tying it in with you know Christian mythology, especially more in the second one, but and making him kind of a devil. But yeah, I would say that. Obviously, with there being a genie involved, is not that believable, but the most believable one would be the first one, and I think that one has some validity to it, or just qualities to it. What just happened? <laughs> but, I don't know, I'm just happy World War II hasn't come up yet. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, I think it's much I think it's much better than Tolerable. I really enjoyed it. I think there are parts in it that are genuinely good, and there are part, the parts that are bad, they, they're usually bad with a wink and a nod, like... They knew what they were they doing. They knew exactly mm-hmm. what they were doing, and I appreciated that. Like, he makes a phone call with the gem at one point. Yeah, that was... It's pretty dumb. <laughs> I, I, and he's sitting... I love the idea so much of him sitting in... What did we say her name was? Betty? Wendy. M- Wendy's house, just sitting on her purple couch, just like... I'm being a gym, like sitting there waiting, like for her to come home or whatever. I'm gonna make some phone calls with my gym. <laughs> Doop a doop a doo. Saturday night's alright for fun. I do. He had to have sung and danced like when he was in the gym forever, right? Like he had to have what done some do? stupid stuff, like when he was in there by himself. Oh yeah. When I'm at home alone, I'm just doop, burp, making stupid noises. All kinds of winking. Yeah, just Spider-Man <laughs> all over the house. Yeah, well, and he's got like all those souls that he tortured to just screw with, right? Like yeah. he had to have like lined them up and like performed for him and did shows and made him watch it. I just uncovered a memory recently. I told my seven-year-old and he thought it was the coolest thing in the world. 
So I'm going to retell it to you guys because it landed once. Were you touched by an uncle? <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, I was probably s- seven to ten at the time. And I decided I was going to show, we, we were going to make a show for our parents, right? And I envisioned myself, uh, the first thing was we were going to do was a basketball trick, okay? Because I'm basically a little Harlem Globetrotter. And yeah, I'm, th- I'm dude, that good. Perfect. You're going to stab your sister in the eye. Yes. Um, so I'm awesome at basketball. So we did, there was no dry run or anything. It was immediately just like, this is the trick I'm going to do, brother. Of course I'm going to do it the first time. Yes, I'm not going to bother trying or doing this. So here, here's what I need you to do, brother. Lay on your back on the concrete <laughs> by where we have the basketball mm-hmm. hoop set up. And I'm going to bounce the ball around your head and not hit your head. Uh, that already <laughs> like, sounds great. Like a stunt, like a Harlem Globetrotter. And how did that go? <laughs> the very first. <laughs> the very first. <laughs> I, I bounced it. It hit my hand. And then I just smashed it. <laughs> smashed it down in his face and his nose exploded with uh, with blood everywhere. You do a lot of laughing at other people's misfortune, at least this time around. I, br- I stabbed this guy's eye out. It was hilarious. I smashed this guy's face with No matter what I could do, I couldn't. My mom didn't believe me that I didn't do it on purpose. And I swear I well, didn't. I wouldn't either. I'm just I bad. I'm just bad. I'm not a Harlem Globetrotter, Mom. I'm never going to be a Harlem I'm a Washington <laughs> Senator. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah. yeah um i love Wishmaster so much um the practical effects um and then we uh, we you guys are gonna have something else to say but even more in the second movie um i love andrew divoff so much uh in his role as the Wishmaster. And I even love him as Nathaniel Demarest more. Like when I first watched this and I saw like when you have a monster character like this or whatever, or it's mm-hmm. a person and they're just a person on screen, yeah. like a, you need somebody dynamic. You need somebody. And the first time I saw him, like when they put the CG thing and he does the face. Right. And it ends, and I'm like, oh, it's just a dude. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be just a dude. The first time I saw this, I was so disappointed. But I was so wrong because he rocks it. I yeah. love him so much in these movies. Yeah, he definitely sells it. He sells it. If we're talking about the first movie, he's great. Okay, yeah. We'll get to the second one in a minute, you fuckface. Um, all right, overall thoughts, Tom. Uh, yeah, oh, you already did that. Yeah, we just. Well, did I don't want to open that up again. Okay. Yeah. It was, um, it apparently bad. You brought something. I did. Um, you want to do this? I isn't, isn't that kind of the point? Yeah. You're talking about it. All right. Here's the gin. Deep desire Oh, it 
So in record-setting fashion, Justin was able to wet blanket. Like we did, we as soon as we hit stop, he started critiquing our intro to this song. What? That's incredible. It was what? record-setting. I didn't even catch that. What was it's, all you doing, it's the the gin. Oh, that part. Okay. <laughs> Where's the button? I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I don't, uh, I don't know. Be a goddamn professional. What has led you to believe <laughs> anything that we're going to do is professional? Ever. I just opened the beer. We try. We tried. Okay. Uh, so... We made a video? Yes. What do you got to poop on it for? No, no, nothing. I won't poop on it. You just keep making up new ways that you think that I'm shitting on your stuff. <laughs> you don't jump around excited. <laughs> so obviously you I, hate it. That's who I am. I get really excited about things. very certain things. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Sorry. Yeah, okay. But um, Russ, Russ hates you. Well, something is happening in my ears right now. Is something happening to you guys? No. I'm I'm pulling on this maybe. Is that it? I think I I think it was just a buzzing in my ears. I don't think there was actually anything happening with audio wise. Right. You just got tinnitus? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it comes out of nowhere. Right there. That's I learned really today that that can be a sign of high blood pressure. Yeah. Can it? Yeah, but you got that runner's heart. So I do, I do have a runner's heart. Um Yeah. From the uh, Globe Trotter. So that really was important when I was when I wrote all those lyrics, and hopefully it makes sense now, like all the won'ts and does and yeah. did and things like that. Yeah, yeah, you, I remember you telling me that because if you read the lyrics, that tells the whole story of of Wishmaster and foreshadows Wishmaster too. It does, and I totally was sitting there after the first Wish, Wishmaster was over and like, oh my gosh, now I get it. But I think I've had that happen for what the Mistima one too, but. I think that's my favorite thing. You just like, here's a song, here are the lyrics. They mean fuck all to anyone who has any clue and doesn't have a clue what's going on. Right. Which is Tom. Yeah. So and he's, and he's like, just like, yep, sure, got it. Gin, sure. Yeah, hand it to me. Beaumont, got it. I think the one he's working on, on now, he might know at least there's word, all the words. You know what they mean? No, you don't. Right now? No. <laughs> How long? I haven't thought about it for, for you know, however long it's been since I did it. I can't remember now. But, you know, I basically just am like, Okay, here's the words he wants. They fit where they're supposed to fit. There it goes. Like, well, like the one now is just like all just tons of fish words, fish related words. Yes. <laughs> just like very much so. Uh, I, I like in your mind. I really want to know what you're gonna expect I, to see. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I've done a lot of stuff that is. I don't know. Depending on who you are, more bizarre. So it's just kind of I've gotten to the point with multiple clients where I'm just like can kind of be a vessel and forget about what the meaning is and just do the music parts. So have you and we can you can not answer this if you need to be diplomatic. Have mm. you worked on something that you absolutely hated other yeah. than oh, yeah. other than achy break your heart? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. All the time. But I mean, that's part of it. So, I mean, yep. uh, when you go into you, that, for me, it was just like, all right, I'm going to do other people's music for money now, which means I'm going to do awful music at some point as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, and that's the hardest part for me is just being able to act like I don't hate it mm -hmm. and be like, yeah, that's great. Do that again. Yeah. But because it's easier when I'm just doing it by myself versus when I have the client in the room and I'm having to deal with it. Sometimes I have to quit, you know. Go do it on my own. But <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and get it. Uh, oh, synopsis. Wishmaster two. What do you got? Uh, sequel to Wishmaster. So the Jin gets out again. Mm -hmm. uh, then he goes to prison and tries to take over the world again. Mm -hmm. A different, not Alex. That's about it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna get out of my thing out of the way because then I'll let you guys go. <laughs> okay, I'll let you guys unleash. So yeah. you guys were pooping on his performance, and I don't think so at all, man. Like he, so the reason 
for the reason I love this movie so much is his performance. Like he is completely a character and I don't think he's overdoing it at all. Uh, I think that I enjoy this most when he's just the person, the gin doesn't look nearly as good in this as it does no, in the didn't. previous one. It looked, yeah. Um, it's, it's cheaper looking as opposed to the Kirksman version. Um, and and I'll go toe to toe with you guys if you're gonna say that it's bullshit. He's one hundred percent channeling Jim Carrey. No, I don't see that at all. It's, it's, he, he smiles like that's it's like file, it's Fire Marshal Dan. Was that Fire Marshal Dan? Fire Marshal whatever. I know what you're talking color. about. Mm. And uh, a bit of cable guy in there, and just like and yeah, that face. He kept making that same face the whole movie, and that's. Yeah, I would say yeah. it was Jim Carrey. I, uh, the, there is potentially some blame for the editor as to that. The same face, maybe he wasn't. When all always. he's given is the same face over and over again. That's what well, he's supposed to do. I, I don't understand uh, why that's a bad be decision. The director too, but I mean, uh, <clears throat> I would just say that it was very sequely in that it didn't. The first movie, his acting had to kind of portray him as a normal dude for a little while just even just for the plot more than just his role in society but in the second one it was just easier for him to get into the gin which i always think regardless of sequel hurts the per how the person can act because they don't the character development isn't there see i so think much. look at look at his interaction with valentine in the first one versus pick anyone 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 in the prison in the second movie it is way worse no no <laughs> i want to say i there are so many words i want to use but you yeah it's it's just it's not nearly as good see i so i here's what i think i think that he didn't get the character totally he had sat on it for a while and he's more of who he should be in wishmaster 2 or they he actually had like a good director for the first one, mm, like good people no, behind the camera. Jack Shoulder's a good director. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, I would argue. Um, we're I think we're going to disagree on this point, uh, so that I don't want to just end up arguing yeah, over it. I don't necessarily um, think it was bad. I just think it was sequely, um, which is you know. But uh, I think that the whole idea is the Jin is kind of fucking around with people. Like, he's kind of enjoying himself being in prison. It's like, uh, who is that mobster that, like, went to jail and, like, injected stuff into his into his chest so he could have, like, female boobs and stuff? And he was saying, uh. like, if he would have known that jail was going to be that fun, he would have got arrested a long time ago. I don't know who you're, uh... No idea what I'm talking about? Nope. I don't. That might have been. Look that, at weird shit. That might have been a poem <laughs> that I watched. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of pornos. Speaking of pornos, what? Oh, the guy who, you know, the lawyer in the prison. All right, let's just, okay, let's <laughs> just go through it. The start of this movie should have been the end of this movie. The start of this movie should have been the end of this movie. So there's there's a shootout and someone hits the statue and the fire opal come, comes out. He is released uh, dude gets shot. He's released. And then he says, I'm going to grant you your wish. And he wishes to never have been born. Which is the ending of the first yeah. movie, basically. Which yeah. should have wiped out everything. Should have... There would have been no that. robbery. There's no robbery. There's no nothing. No. He just reverts him back to, like, pre-fetus. And... Everything goes on as normal. Yes. He, he instantly Benjamin buttoned him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I don't know. <laughs> don't look for something there. I said I was going to argue with you about the performance that Dimoff like, gave. The whole, <laughs> the whole point of the first movie was like logic. It was yeah. you get exactly what you asked for. That was a major thing. And the second one is the wishes were The kinda... second one is like, okay, I wish I'd never been born. And then the next one is freeze. He just gives the command freeze. And he said, I'm sorry, did you say freeze? And he said, freeze. And then he freezes him. And but he, it has to be you want something, not giving a command. 
Obviously not because the jinn did it. Apparently the well, rules have right changed. Right after that, there are so many commands <laughs> given to him. Uh, yeah. Um, go ahead. Keep coming. Keep yeah. coming at me. So then, like, you, we get the Shawshank portion of the film. Yeah, he turns into Andy Dufresne slash Sling Blade. Yeah. His dress, anyway, he looks like. And uh, the first prisoner we meet... Uh, he's talking about his lawyer, and he wants his lawyer to go fuck himself. And then he meets with his lawyer, and his lawyer starts to fuck bending himself, bending backwards and fucking himself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's not sure if he hates it or likes it. He's like, ooh, ow. And I was like, okay, the whole never been born thing, fine, whatever. Movie, I'm on board. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> That's the only good thing that happens in this entire movie. Oh, you're so wrong. <laughs> that is the only no. good, bad thing that happens you're in this wrong. movie. Is a lawyer literally fucks himself. That is pretty great. Yeah. And then That's nothing else good happens. No. You, you've you got, I, I think every every time, no, every time that he is himself, I would argue again, it's good. That chick We're was naked in the shower. Back out. There We're were boobs on the wall. Back and forth. This movie, like, you, it does a sequel thing of it has to escalate. So not only does he have to get the three witches, but he also has to collect a thousand and one souls. So that annoys me with most movies that are sequelized, especially in the horror genre. It's like the rules all of a sudden change. Like the whole point of the first movie is the rules. Yeah. But these change. And like, I almost like the idea that he has to get the thousand and then the three, because like I have a hard time buying that over the course of human history, nobody's been, he's not been able to get the three from anybody. Yeah, but if you have to get the thousand and then the three, maybe. But uh, so I'm not saying I don't get why they would do it, but it's just every movie. But then they that make means the whole songs. point of the first movie. By the time he's going after Alex, like that third wish didn't matter. He didn't have his thousand and one souls yet. Yeah, no, I know. I'm saying that it does. I don't like it when movies do that. Also, when he's going for the third wish at the end of this movie, he only has four hundred ish souls. He's still missing another 600. So. They needed to have like a little counter, like a scorecard. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like yes. you know, the, remember the episode of South Park where they said shit? No. And they had a little counter on like how many times they said shit yes. in that episode. They did. They should have had that. It was goals. like the first time ever that you could say shit on ca- cable. The television. movie Made, the John Favreau movie that I told you about a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. There's uh, They were talking about how one of the pitfalls of improving is you just end up cursing a lot. Yes. Uh, and I think that's true. And that uh, there's one scene where they did that and they decided that they were going to count how many times they said fuck in the argument. And they times. like had some, they had a, however they did it, but they were able to tally like uh, on when you're watching the sports ball and they, <laughs> and, and they ball. could, and they draw in there to show you like this is going to move over here, this goes over here. Yeah, that's what I said. Wow. Telestrator. Uh, by the way, that. I hate the term sports ball. It is dumb as fuck. But anyway. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's awesome. Thanks for that. It's, it's generic. <laughs> Everyone makes that joke. I get it. You don't like sports. You don't understand them. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I totally understand sports, but still don't like them. No, I got nothing. Anyway, so they're using the teleprompter. Telestrator. Yeah. No, I, I almost said it right. Then I was just like, fuck <laughs> you, Justin. This. No, I'm going to use the word that you're... I'm, I'm going to get corrected. I'm not particularly thrilled with that word. I'm just going to critique that one word right there. That's our word. <laughs> Telestrator is our word. <laughs> uh, so they tallied how many times they said it. And it was funny. That was a good story. Thank so you. Why are we talking about tallies? What should have happened? Oh, the tally of souls. Yeah, the tally of souls. Uh, did... So Tiny Lister is the prison guard, mm-hmm. and he says that he wishes to dance with them, and then he ends up in a room alone with the gin. Yeah. I, this is like my fourth time seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. To date, I don't know if they literally slow danced, if they fought. He says, I want to, I want to slow dance with you alone in a room for, for one, one minute. minute. Compton style. Compton but is style. that? Are they, I don't know. Are they fighting? Are they? If it's Compton dancing? style, it's they're Compton definitely style. not actually. Or are slow they? Sl- or are they sleeping together? Blow, blow. What, what are, are they doing? Out. What are they doing? They're fighting. They're hurt. Not doing good things to each other. 
Have you ever seen the music video for Bad? Michael Jackson? Yeah. No. Really? What? What did you want to say? You grew up. I wow. figured you would have at least that cultural touchstone. <laughs> That's I mean I I don't know many I people was who say haven't just seen that picture movie. that but less gay or but movie video. Yeah. How have you not uh, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're going to say right now. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I've seen the first part of Thriller. The first part. I've seen him dance a yeah. time or two. Well, it's not Compton style either. I'm literally speechless. I have nothing. Okay. So they fought, I, is what you're saying, for sure. They well, didn't I, he was they engaged in fisticuffs. Because yeah. in my mind, I kind of like the idea that Tiny Lister was just secretly like, I actually love you, Nathaniel Demarest. <laughs> I just want... Like, I kind of want to do that to the gin. Like, have somebody you be like... fuck the gin? Maybe not personally, but <laughs> I kind of love the idea that like somebody, that's what they wish, and he's just like, God damn it, I have to oblige... Mary J. Blige? Granted. <laughs> uh, what else you got, Justin? I didn't take... I have no more notes. I have this movie sucked after that guy fucked himself. <laughs> and so they needed a thousand one souls so that he could be free. Why did he go after Amberson or Morgana? Her name was Morgana. Morgana. Morgana, whatever. Morgana, yeah. Morgana. Uh... Worst uh, actor award in this movie goes to the priest. Gregory. He's he wasn't very good. Riggs. Yeah. Uh, Cut rate Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, he's you could have put any generic brown haired dude with a goatee in there. He just seemed generic. Yeah. I was for looking sure. through his IMDb and he was on a show that he was on the show Andromeda with Kevin Sorbo and I laughed to myself. <laughs> because I was bored with the movie and looking at his IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, next week, like, especially once he left the prison, like that's not the movie. That was the only fun part about that movie was when he was in prison, and so like the back two thirds are just. I'm sorry, but the lady crap and coins is pretty funny. <laughs> okay, lady crap and coins was funny. I was kind of falling asleep by that uh, time. Yeah, you, you, you were, were you were falling asleep. By, you were falling asleep the whole time. You dude. were pretty rough. It was like the last fifteen minutes. You were looked pretty but, rough. Um, overall thoughts, Tom. Again, uh, I thought both movies were pretty decent in their attempt, but I definitely think the second one was pretty sequely. It definitely, I like your idea of how you exp- you know explained the context of why he would act the way he acts, but yeah, I still think it's kind of sequely. So overall, Justin, no need to ask you what you prefer. Wishmaster one, good and good bad. Mm. Wishmaster two, just bad. Uh, as m- I love uh, the amount of Demarest that we get in Wishmaster 2, but the practical effects in 1 uh, yeah, definitely take the lead for me as well. Uh, there's talk of a remake going on right now, oh, which really? is awesome. Pretty exciting. Um, it's right up our alley. And we have a 3 and 4 Weird. that we're going to have to do at some point as well. Yay. So <laughs> you Justin is so thrilled. So it's got to get funny at some point, at least even to you. I mean, some parts were funny. Magic. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, feel like they just they were like, "I'm sorry, you've cracked out." Ninety seconds short. We need we need one scene that's ninety seconds long. All right, we'll just push it on. I'm pretty confident. I'm so we. This is the first time I watched this Blu-ray, and those there's a few scenes in the second one that didn't look like the rest of it. I don't feel like those were in the other cuts that I've seen. Is this the director's cut? It doesn't say anything like that, if no. So I have zero confidence in the director. No. Um, <laughs> the, all right. Magic. Uh, next week, we have an extra special assignment. Um, there is a an audio book that you can listen to via YouTube, uh, or you can actually read the book. It's from Clive Barker's Books of Blood. It's going to be Rawhead Rex. It's going to be the first film that we're going to watch. I don't know why. I just... You already knew that. I mean, so I, don't I know. knew that I was right. supposed to read Rawhead Rex. So we got so that going. There's... Rawhead Rex. He's pure evil. Pure power. Pure terror. Uh, it's a silhouette of some sort of monster uh, that is in a larger monster's mouth. 
this tells me nothing. And the back is oh my god, that is so much text. <laughs> that is so much text That's on worse the back, than the of, back of a book. <laughs> the back of the DVD has no pictures. It is just It's like eight six, point font. <laughs> it is six paragraphs of tiny text. Oh my is the <laughs> Is you need a lot of setup. What I'm listening to, which is somebody reading the back of this DVD. <laughs> yeah, that's for the, seven hours. <laughs> for seven. <laughs> so, what do you think it's about? Just by yeah. looking at the cover, I mean, he's trying to. No. Uh, this movie is replete with religious you symbolism. Can't read the reading. Read. Look at that. <laughs> that's the, those aren't pictures. In case you didn't notice. <laughs> you're reading. You're cheating. Boom. Don't believe the BS and DP at the end? What? DP. What? Bullshit and double penetration? What? Where'd you see that? It's the last paragraph, first line. This is very good podcast right here. This as is you terrible. Just, I got to this This is no <laughs> noise as you just try to read that. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Um, it's so, the, so, so the this, best back of a DVD so I've ever seen is, in my life. Well, this is, this is also a bootleg. Okay. So this has been unavailable for a very, very long time. Um, so you, you're not going to be able to find those places. So okay. you're going to have to steal it. Uh, or you yeah, could spend like the hundred dollars on the one DVD pressing that did come out. So uh, don't do that. Um, second movie, Justin. Second movie. Ooh, this is a Blu-ray. It is the collector's edition, a grim fairy tale. Hey, Ooh. how about that? I was on. I was on brand. I didn't even know it. Pumpkinhead. I was all excited. The Pumpkinhead Two was on the DVD last time. And it made no sense why Pumpkinhead 2, Leprechaun, and the first two Wishmasters were in one DVD set. Oh, that dude looks scary. Not scary, like, frightening, but scary, like, he needs to eat a hamburger or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so the cover is so many screaming ladies on the covers. And she is being attacked by a clawed hand. I can't tell if those are like talons or just dude really needs to to cut his fingernails uh i think i've seen the pumpkin head creature in like a video game he's like real tall and weird looking right okay any confirmation yes no maybe um confused i don't know when he'd be in a video game it's it was a fan-made game uh it was a fighting game that had like freddy jason reanimator pumpkin head bunch of random horror people okay i suppose it's possible you just asked me <laughs> to confirm a fan-made thing for you <laughs> like i mean i was giving you a description of what i thought he looked like <laughs> you just said he's tall it's and a creature yeah so yes <laughs> if you're asking tall. me if the monster is a creature then yes justin is he tall <laughs> all right so uh, some some uh, some facts about these two movies. Um, one of these uh, is written by Clive Barker, who's one of my favorite people ever. Uh, one of them you can see I've got original poster for hanging, uh, and I just bought some new artwork. Uh, one of them is, uh, I would argue, one of the best monster movies ever made. Um, one of them was kind of just completely buried when it was released, uh, cause it was released the same weekend as another big movie by the same, or not weekend, but they had them at the same time. The same company had them mm -hmm. and they basically had to choose one or the other. Um, so I'm really looking forward to going over these with you. Cool. Uh, you never said what you thought Pumpkinhead was going to be. Actually, you never said what you thought either one of them was going to be. I was too distracted by the... The D, the back of that DVD cover. <laughs> so what are, my dumb video game story. What are each of these going to be? I mean, they just seem like they seem like creature films. There's obviously a silhouetted creature in the back of that, on the front of that one. Mm -hmm. uh, so that just looks like a bad creature movie. I don't know. Okay. And then Pumpkinhead, I've heard good things about. Uh, but yeah, this claw. It's very emaciated. I'm going to assume this guy's tall. Okay. And he's going to 
cut up people. So you're going with, with talons. So you're going with Clive Barker has the crappy monster. I mean, that's your final answer. Sure. Okay. I mean that that DVD cover leads me to believe so. Okay. Didn't look like a great one. All right. And you're gonna listen, have the story read or listen to yeah. for next week. Awesome. Justin, you got anything else for us? Uh, 